Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked on Spartans. It is Tuesday, November 25th, 2019. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my co-host, Matt Sheehan. We almost did it. We almost, we were, uh, Michigan State. We almost went three full days, full calendar days with MSU just not doing anything to make us sad. Yeah, we almost did. And you know what? We even had like hmm. the opposite. Beat Rutgers. Yeah. Hockey. Hockey. Yeah. Hockey. Gets a, a tie and a win against number three Notre Dame. Ranked. Sure do. Ranked. The hockey team is now ranked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women's basketball team smoked whoever they were playing in the non-con. I didn't see it, but I saw they're just roughing some team up. Yeah. And then the men's team. Huh. Going out to Maui. They're not the ranked team, though, in, in all that, right? Best team it- in the whole bunch. Oh, hmm. highest expectations. Well, or so we thought. But remember, squad. business trip. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Don't don't let that go unnoticed. This is a business trip. Nobody ever so. goes to Maui. No, of course not for a business trip. <laughs> the the only team out there that is not on a business or not on a full on vacation is Chaminade. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, so. But uh, yeah, that was still a that was a bad game. There's no way around it. That was. Bad. Bad loss. Bad. Bad. Yep. Virginia Tech, that's a good team. That's fine. They're not... They're okay. uh, Yeah. They're not a team, though, that you should be losing to in the first day of a a tournament. So, uh, but yeah, here we are. uh, Gearing up to play Tom Crean and Georgia uh, in hopes to claw our way to the fifth place game of the Maui Invitational. Yeah, but we got Maui Tom Crean. That's true. That's true. Um, I got to finish the intro. Oh, yeah. There's an intro Play we do. The show. There. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Buzz up! Uh, today on the show, we're going to talk about Michigan State losing to Virginia Tech. Some concerns I'm sure we have with the team. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt, I think, wants to declare uh, something. Declare an end to something. We'll talk I'm about gonna that. I'm going to take no pleasure in this. Yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about that. Uh, mm-hmm. And then... I don't know. We'll talk a little bit about Maui Tom Crean. Not a ton about who, like, honestly, who cares? Now they're playing Georgia at 2.30 on a Tuesday. You yep. probably are. They're probably already playing by now. Um, <laughs> that's that's a good point. That's, that's, that's good. It's just like, sweet. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. 2.30 tip in Maui. 9.30 local time. Yep. You know it. Love it. Um, That's a lot of time for snorkeling, though, after the game. Maybe yeah. this is a calculated loss. I, I kind of get it now if I was in MSU shoes. <laughs> a lot of time for snorkeling yeah. uh, and for jumping off cliffs and, and all that stuff. So we'll, t- we'll yeah. talk about it uh, here in just a second. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribing is the easiest way to get these episodes to your phone every single day. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so I already have a battle that we're going to have. Should we just open it up right there? Sure. I I was fine with benching Cassius Winston the last 10 minutes of the first half. So you just hate uh, facts? Well, in, in a yeah, in March Madness setting, that's absolutely the wrong way to do it. Or like a big conference game, no, you got to play him. But the, the first of three games, I mean, he's been missing practice. And even Izzo has said, I think, I don't think Cassius himself has said it, but Izzo said like Cassius conditioning isn't all there. 
And it's in in the grand scheme of things, are we going to hang a banner for the Maui Invitational? Yes, probably. Pro- I well, mm, I don't I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know because we've never won the thing somehow. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I feel like this is a good time to just like sit him for ten minutes, let the team like kind of sort of figure itself out, or at least attempt to, and not just beat the brakes off of him in game one of you know, a. To put it bluntly, like a, a trivial early season tournament. So that is my case. That's where I stand. I can. I know it's not the popular opinion in the room, but that's where I'm at. I, I was fine with sitting him the last 10 minutes. I can buy that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not I'm not sure that Tom Izzo was thinking that way. Like maybe he was. No, I think you're kind of. Doing I'm some... totally on board with you now. Yeah. Like, would he have done this in a big conference game? He probably would have. Yeah. If history and he's got some history at the school. He's been around for a little more a than a few years. seasons. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think he would have done the same thing over and over again. Um. But since you know circumstances were what they were today, eh, whatever. Yeah. You know he's he's an auto bencher, and it's tough to auto bench. You're All-American point guard when you don't have a backup point guard. Uh, and maybe that's yeah. part of the reason why it's okay yeah. to do it right now because you, at some point this season, are going to need a backup point guard. Uh, right. And it's yeah. it's pretty clear that it's going to be a Rocket Watts. Uh-huh. Uh, he's just kind of sinking right now, trying to keep his head above water, which, you know, it's five games in. It's fine. You know, let's check back it's in. It's fine, but like we're starting to get to like no. I I will. I'll give him till January. Are you kidding? Okay. All right. All right. He's fine. He's gonna be fine. Um, okay. Yeah. Just with. I'm holding you to this. What? I'm holding you to this. Okay. If yeah. if you know halfway or six games into the conference season, Rocket Watts has really not found his footing at all. Then I'm gonna start being concerned that he's not gonna find it this year. Okay. Um, it's it doesn't it look different though with him than Foster Lawyer last year. Same what time you, last year. Oh my! Like, yeah, because you have a guy that can play basketball. Yeah, yeah. He's, he belongs out there. Bluntly. He's just got to figure some stuff out. Yeah, no. But yeah, he's got to slow. He needs totally. to slow the hell down. <laughs> like even I can see that. Like, dude, just breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Process the game. It'd maybe nice. don't. Maybe don't throw that wild pass just yet. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, he's trying stuff. He's trying to make plays. He's, mm-hmm. I would rather have that than the foster lawyer. I'm going to hold the ball at the top of the key. I'm going to run back and forth. Uh, I'm not going to play make. I'm going to try to get it out of my hands and then run away as quickly as possible. I don't even think Foster looks at the rim on 90% of his possessions. He's just always looking for the next guy to throw the ball to. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's inexplicable because he's not, he wasn't that. Like before he got to Michigan State, nah, kid was a walking bucket. I mean, yeah. he was a killer on the court, and now shooting seems to be the last thing uh, in the world he wants to do. So yeah, and it's not like should we just get into this now, or <laughs> we can start it, and we may have to carry over. Like, yeah, yeah, get, l- l- let's start it. Decla- sure. Make your declaration. And everyone knows, or a lot of people know, how much I'm going to hate to say this, but I, the Foster Lawyer experiment is over. Like, this is just something that's not going to work. I mean, once again, you get a team like Virginia Tech, you need a kid that can get out there and play 10 minutes to end the first half, play competent basketball, keep your head above water. 
and it can't be your sophomore point guard because he just simply can't get it done. He can't play in the second half at all. Like it's just it, it hasn't happened. I, I don't see any steps made over the last year. And again, this breaks my heart to say it. I love Foster Lawyer. He was a walking bucket at Clarkson. I really thought, legitimately thought, he was going to do good things here. I, I, it, it looks like they just pulled him from like an intramural team and just threw him out on the court. Like I, I don't, I don't know what a difference between him and Jack Hoiberg would be at this point. <laughs> I mean, both are essentially doing the same things when they get out there, just running the offense. I mean, he he doesn't look like he's you know gearing up to, to score anything. Just looking to get the ball out of his hands. Defense, we know the story with that. It's just not working. Um, yeah, so we're year two in. I mean, I know we're only five games into the season, but he hasn't really had any moments, I mean, this far in the season. Yeah, he had five points against Seton Hall, but I don't know. I, I think there's a lot more evidence that suggests that, oh, boy, this whole backup point guard situation is really, really fuzzy because his inability to play, then uh, there is evidence suggesting that, oh, yeah, he could turn this around. This will be a non-issue come January or February. So, <sighs> any of that out of line or <laughs> no, is it I, in bounds? Um, no, I think, it's, I think it's in bounds. I think... Unfortunately. Yeah, it's just the biggest thing with him right now, it, and it's weird, it's just he doesn't seem comfortable at all. Never. At all. Even like, when he has the open three, like, God, if, if you gave him an open three back in the day, and I understand how different of a game high school basketball is and sure. how different AU basketball is, but he's got an open three, pump fakes in front of no one, and then, you know, jays it up and it comes up short. It's like, man, oh, man, like that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it's nothing good. Yeah. So. Like, I know why Foster Lawyer – earned a scholarship to play basketball at one of the best schools in the country for basketball. I, yep. I understand why I have seen mm-hmm. no evidence of it, especially this year. Um, and it's just, yeah, just, he looks like a walk on not, I'm not even talking physically and I don't really care that he's five foot 10. Like people can, you can be five ten in college basketball. Tyler Lewis is okay at Kentucky. Yeah, he was Ty- like yeah. four foot nine. I mean, yeah, he was fine. Like so. you can be, undersized and still thrive you just gotta play and he's not even he's not even playing he's just out there treading water uh Mm -hmm. and i don't know why what's going on what is causing that clearly he's lacking some confidence right now it's been two years since he's been an effective player really and that's tough to get through uh because he's I would guess after going from the most prolific scorer in Michigan high school basketball uh, to an afterthought to a back end of a rotation to someone who to unplayable in the second half of a close game. Yeah, uh, that's got to be tough mentally. Unplayable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's not. So. so I'm not all the way out yet. Um, but oh, I, I'm pretty much out the door. <laughs> my my back foot is kind of dragging. And listen, like obviously, I'm going to support the kid. I'm going to root for him. I'm still going to be his biggest, like probably borderline uh, overbearing fan. Uh, but yeah, I also have the wherewithal to understand that this is uh, has been a complete dud so far, and I don't see any light at the end of any tunnel. So yeah, if you yeah. haven't sold all your stock yet, sell it now. And then no, just get it for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, wait, I mean, wait, yeah. wait it out, and then I'm gonna buy it all up in a couple of weeks when it's at its absolute lowest point. <laughs> it's a worthwhile yeah. investment. I might as well. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's tough. It sucks 
Um, it's still, you know, early in his second season, but there's not much reason for confidence moving forward. No. All right. Let's uh, continue on with this game. We'll do that here in a minute. I think we need to talk about um, some guys who are supposed to be really good and just haven't. Yeah, everything else that bothered us from this game. Yeah. (laughs) So we will uh, we'll do that here in just a second. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get five dollars off their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked On. And you can always visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash offers to find all of the offers, including DoorDash, Manscaped, Roman, all the other offers we offer. I said offer again. Offer, offer, yeah. offer. LockedOnPodcasts.com slash offers. Okay, so we need to talk about Xavier Tillman. We do. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's like sad. <laughs> like he, I, I don't like I don't know what's going on with him. Like so much promise after last season, and now he had a game where he was Virginia Tech's leading assister. Like I, I don't know what's going on here with him so far. And quite simply, I don't have a solution other than just boy, how do you hope he plays better? Like yeah, I, yikes! I, Seven I, points against Kentucky, three against Seton Hall, nine against Virginia Tech. Uh, it's just in five turnovers. Not, yeah, it's it's not looking good so far. So. Um, but 14 rebounds, I'll give him that. Granted, against uh, Virginia Tech, <laughs> who has a starting five of Kentucky Derby jockeys. Um, but, hey, 14 rebounds is 14 rebounds. So, yeah, we got that going for us. It, it hasn't been a promising start. He's 2 of 13 from 3. That's 15%. His free throw shooting's down a little bit. Not mm-hmm. getting the line uh, nearly enough. It's offense. Just can't catch the ball. It's, I mean, yeah. he also can't just can't catch the ball in the paint. Well, he 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 can. He just hasn't. <laughs> like that's the weird thing is like we've seen. And Xavier Tillman's not a typical low post player. He's not Nick Ward, mm-hmm. and he doesn't need to be Nick Ward. Right. Um, but the things we've seen him do, he just like being active. Um, I, I, in terms of like pick and roll, diving to the rim, finishing strong around the rim. Being able to dunk, being able to handle the ball a little bit down yeah. there. Just, you know, sort of basic stuff that he's really kind of struggling with. And that's the that's the thing that's the most concerning. Now, I think he's going to figure it out. I think he might be... He's a smart kid, yeah. Yeah, I think it might be a situation of he goes from bench player to potential first-round pick in a matter mm-hmm. of 10 games. And yeah, or you even see it like with free agents in professional sports, they get to a team and they think like they got to play like way above their means, but in the end, they just got to play their game. Yeah, there's. I'm sure he's got that mindset going from a bench to a starter. He thinks he's got to be Xavier Tillman and Nick Ward at the same time, but really, bud, just be you. So yeah, hopefully it straightens out soon. It feels like he's doing some pressing. Yeah, and no, it does. That is. Uh, you know, understandable to a point. I'd rather him do it now <laughs> than later yeah. in the season. Get it all out of you, bud. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that, you know, is certainly coaches are going to be aware of. Tom Izzo is aware of it. They're going to mm-hmm. have better answers as to what's going on, what's going on in his head. Um, physically, is everything all right? All that stuff. Um, and I have all the confidence in the world they'll get it squared away. But it's really hard to win games when your second best player, guy who should be your second best player, mm-hmm. uh, maybe third best player, is somewhere uh, fifth, sixth, seventh in terms of 
quality contribution and is turning in, you know, an offensive rating of 78. <laughs> he took yeah. 10 shots, had nine points. That's not good. 14 rebounds. Love it. Three assists. Good for uh, someone of his size that plays his position, but gets five turnovers. You know, you just can't have that. You can't have five turnovers from someone who's eating 22% of your possessions. And right. that's, that's what happened. Um, and yeah, you know it, what else uh, can't happen that that also entered the game today? What turnovers, baby? Oh yeah, I mean we'll 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 talk, but we'll talk about turnovers. But yeah, just all right to to finish up on Tillman. I mean, I think it'll all be fine. I still think he's someone who's going to play his way into being a first round draft pick. Um, all right, but it's been really hope so. <laughs> really disappointing. Uh, start to the beginning uh, of the season for him. So hopefully just, I don't know, he can slaughter through some non-con games here. Like, let me see this. Uh, so they'll play Georgia, and then they'll play like Chaminade or something, and then Duke. Mm-hmm. After that, Rutgers, Oakland, Northwestern, Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan. Like, that's the time, baby. Like, yeah. It's the time Tillman's going to yeah. have to get it right. Um, yeah. And hopefully it, it happens soon because they uh, they really need him, obviously. Yeah. Do you know? So to transition to turnovers, is, is it time to do that? I mean, we can. Yeah. So yeah, what else looked concerning um, after the game? You're looking at the box score: Kithier eight points. Now that's not Kithier's fault. He only had eight points on three of six shooting. He was open. What would you say? All by himself under the hoop on a backdoor cut. Four, five, six, maybe seven times. A few times. Uh, maybe let's try to not pass it to his shoe tops, or, <laughs> or the try to pass the it about fifteen feet over the rim. Maybe if we hit him in like the chest area, that will turn into an easy layup, and he could actually shoot and score. <laughs> so. I couldn't believe how many turnovers we had in the paint today. Like, I think we left, honest to God, I don't think this is an exaggeration. You could check me on this if you think so. I think we left 10 or 12 points in the paint <laughs> just by horrible passes. I mean, it was just a sloppy game. Like, Kithier is great at finding space. He found space, and then it was just yakety sacks whenever he tried to give him the ball. So There were so many passes that were just, um, like, and they weren't entry passes or anything. they were they're post to post, like yeah, from one block to the other, like right. Do you get it? It was almost like you know. I wanted to jump through my television <laughs> and strangle Jay Billis too. Like I, I like Jay Billis; he's he's fine. Stop saying MSU needs to get the ball inside. Jay, Jay, we've been trying that every minute or every two minutes of the game, and we turn it over every time we try this. Yeah, we are trying to get the ball inside. We just can't find a big man who's posted up against another guy who's like 6'4 and cleanly pass it to him. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Jay. We're trying, Jay, but we just can't get it done. Yeah. Michigan State <gasps> really struggled with three foot passes. Like, really struggled way too much. <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, They're, yeah, uh, Virginia Tech is like a decent defensive team, but it wasn't anything insane that they were like throwing at us. I mean,. No, I mean, they're... those are passes that should have been completed for easy layups. And no, we just left them on the floor and then Virginia Tech would come down. Uh, instead of switching on a screen, we would double team the guy driving inside, pop out for a wide open three. And what would you look at that? One of the best teams in the nation at shooting threes made another three. How about that? So, yeah, I think that happened three times, like helping yep. on the drive on the ball side. 
You're like, dude, this team shoots, they shot 47, 48% pretty much from three on 21 attempts. Um, They shoot, they make, they're made 17 threes, I think, their last game. Like, Uh, I know. I I was going to say, like, were you guys watching film or you're going to a luau? But then again, I'd rather go to a luau. Listen, you know what? If you're in Maui, the number one thing you should be doing in Maui is having fun in Maui. (laughs) Do the luau. Doing Maui things. (laughs) Win that cornhole tournament. <laughs> Seriously. Like, whatever. Basketball. It's the Maui invite. Don't really yeah. care that much. Um, have fun. Make lifelong memories. But don't play like crap. Win two or three games. Yeah. Win, 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 the, win the basketball shooty hoops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll pause here for a sec. I want to talk about uh, a frustration with this team and just, like, the the way they need to be pushed in order to be at their best. It's really frustrating. Uh, and we've seen it so far uh, in the early going. So we'll talk about that here in just a second. Matt, why does this team need to be down 10 with three minutes left before they play good? Uh, I, I think just so that they're battle-tested for March, <laughs> I think. I think this is all deliberate. <laughs> they just... Uh, Listen, it's... I think they just get some like kicks out of it, too. I don't know. <laughs> it is. It is wonderful. I'm so glad we have a team to root for that is tough and gritty and and truly never out of a game until it's until it's mathematically impossible for them to get back yes i'm i'm really glad um that we have that sort of spirit among the group that we get to watch sure i would love to see that Mm -hmm. when the ball is thrown up in the first half for the the opening tip i would love to see them just you play like that for the first 10 minutes go up 40 to 2 (laughs) <laughs> just an unholy smackdown like, <laughs> they are yeah. in spurts and they did this last year too like they put together six eight minute spurts where it's the best college basketball team you've seen all year going away going away like the, oh yeah they looked like that too for the last three yeah, minutes of today's yeah. game <laughs> yeah 20 to 2 runs like this like okay nolly hit a freaking Screen off a pin or three off a pin, like a curl screen three with a hand in his face, catch and Mm -hmm. shoot, no time to do anything, like whatever. And that killed the run and basically gave Virginia Tech the game. But if that didn't happen, that shot didn't go in. If you didn't make that crazy circus layup in the possession before that, uh, Mm -hmm. that dude's cold, by the way, man. Um, Good at basketball. Yeah, good at basketball. If you didn't do that, like Michigan State was going to win that game. Like they needed Virginia Tech needed two massive shots mm-hmm. that were incredibly difficult to stop the run. The run was yeah. there, like it was about to be over in favor of Michigan State, and Nolly just did what you had to like was a superstar, and that's how you stop runs like that. You just be a superstar. Um, but I don't know why, and it's so damn frustrating. I don't know why mm-hmm. it has to be that situation that pushes them into that mode i i don't know either i I, i'm sorry yeah i wish i had something grandiose to add but like it's very upsetting (laughs) yeah i'm not asking for answers but like yeah there was a four minute stretch where aaron henry owned the game oh yeah oh god yeah and he was just incredible like get into the rim easily finishing Mm -hmm. easily knocking down a three no problem playing great defense and it's just like and it's not just uh, Henry. Uh, it's kind of the the entire collection. It's like, you know, if you did that for the first 12 minutes of the game, you'd probably be up 20. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're you're superior to this team in talent. They just love playing in the competition, though. I mean, this is just something that yeah, uh, MSU likes to. Do. I'm sure other teams like to do it as well, but I think it's man. you know what? I think it's a, a college athlete thing. <laughs> Yeah, I can't blame him either, especially in a place like Hawaii, yeah. too, to not be completely geared in. But, I mean, that's not an excuse either. No. Like, I don't think Virginia Tech is staying, uh, I don't know, give, like, a, a bad part in the continent of the United States and flying over for the game. Like, they're in Hawaii, too. Like, they – Yeah. The, but and, and they showed up focused and ready to go. So Yeah. It's not like Virginia Tech has spent the last two days caged up eating raw meat. <laughs> They are... God, you know what though? I would like to do that if I was a coach. Just get the dog in them going. You know? <laughs> I'd be fired once word got out. But man, whew, it'd be a sweet be playing like junkyard dogs during the game. Sweet one game that you got <laughs> before I got sent to prison. But, uh, yeah. yeah, and that's it's like I get it. You're in Maui. It's November. Mm-hmm. You're playing a team that is nowhere near as good as you in terms. You're of all just American talent. has been on the bench for ten minutes in the first half. I mean, <laughs> so. I, yeah, I, I, I the letdown makes sense. Your college, literally, just like a college kid in Hawaii. Ask any college mm-hmm. kid in Hawaii to be like, "Hey, do something." Oh, ask <laughs> ask any tourist in Hawaii, no matter the age. <laughs> yeah, if you're in Hawaii, you're just gonna not be as good at business like things. Yeah, it's just well, it's the way. The unless, you're, works. unless you're unless uh, you're Landers Nolly, and then, then then you're fine. Yeah, well, but. you know. It's easy. Revenge for the hula contest. Yeah. Right? It's easier to get up for an upset, too, I think. Oh, totally, yeah. Is it, was it just me or – and, you know, the, the broadcasting crew was fine, whatever. I had my little Jay Billis rant, but other than that, they were fine. Um, they were talking uh, about that upset like it was Southeast Missouri Tech <laughs> for the blind uh, coming into Breslin and beating us. Like, was that just me or, or did it seem like that for, for you as well, that they were building this up to be like some 45-and-a-half point – uh, underdog upset. Like, they weren't even calling them the Hokies. They were like, and here come the underdogs. It's like, this is a little disrespectful. Like, this this is kind of patronizing now, right? I mean, you could call them the Hokies or Virginia Tech. It was, they are a 5-0 and o team. Yeah, it was a decent upset. The it was decent, 10 sure. Point I'll give spread. Them that, but, like, man, you would have thought this was a 15-versus-2 game. Like, No, I mean, Virginia Tech's a tournament team. Virginia Tech's number 40 in Ken Palm. Uh, Michigan State, I mean, you know, number three in the country, that matters and that you look unranked. It does. New coach, bunch of freshmen, playing the number three team in the country, and you're like, wow, what an upset. But in reality, Virginia Tech does a lot of things really well and is a solid team that I honestly, like, just based on their youth and the way they play, like, they're going to be a problem. They, they're not going to win the ACC. No. But they're going to be good. They're going to be a problem, and I wouldn't oh. be surprised to see them, you know, f- five seed, six seed, somewhere in there, quality tournament team. And you look back at this loss, and you're like, oh, well, yeah. yeah, whatever. Oh, this game alone is going to have me penciling them in for <laughs> at least a Sweet 16, at least. Yeah. Because how, how many months will that be? That'll be four or five months ago at that point when we fill out our brackets. Yeah. That that game will be fresh in my mind, and I will pick them <laughs> for the Elite Eight. And then they will flame out and lose to Lehigh in the first yeah. round. And yep. boy, will I look stupid. They're going to be the 5 12. They're going to be the five seed in a 5 12. They're <laughs> going to shoot three for 27 from three and yes. score 42 <laughs> points. You're like, damn it, I had them in the Elite Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I mean, sure. Virginia Tech, good team. Was it a bad loss? Yep. Uh, it especially was, especially the way it happened too. Yeah. If Virginia Tech catches fire, which they did behind three. But if like 
you know, they shot something on God at like 55% or 60. Like, yeah, you could swallow that a little better. It's the 16 turnovers. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, not great production from a key player. It's the realization that you don't have a backup for your All-American point guard. And uh, am I missing anything else from that? Or 13 assists. So much? Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, only 13 assists. Oh, and they also had turnovers, too. I don't know if I brought that up, but uh, the, the turnovers didn't help either. Yeah, and we haven't talked a ton about him, but Cassius played really poorly. He did. Um, yeah. He missed shots in the lane that he always hits. Um, yeah, like that one. I don't know. how oh, man, it was late in the game. I don't know if it was going to tie the game it or was. bring it, it was to gonna a one-point game. It was going to tie it, the little floater. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or no, it was going to make he, it a one-point game. He shoots that shot at 120%. Yes. Like, I've never seen him miss he's, that. And I was like, yeah. oh, boy, this is just one of those games. Yep. So. He's never missed the seven-foot floater. He missed. He shorted it no. and tipped the rebound to Tillman, and it went through Tillman's hands, and then it went back through Cassius's hands right to the Virginia Tech guy. And that was like, okay, game's over. And it was one. Yeah. It was a three-point game. I was like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. If you could break the game down into a seven-second span, that yep, was it right that's there. that's the clip. Like, that was, that was it. Yeah, so. so, and he shot... Well, uh, one of five from three, you know, did make a nice mm-hmm. clutch shot, but shot really poorly. Yeah. Two of eight, seven points on eight shots, two mm-hmm. assists, three turnovers, um, four yeah. fouls. And we, we talked about the auto bench. You know, you're not going to probably get a worse game from Cassius all season. And no, and uh, yeah, he's he, he gets a pass. He gets a pass, uh, yes. Yeah, for every understandable reason in the entire so, world. Not worried um, about that. And I'm again, I'm not worried about Tillman. I just would like to see yeah. him round into form. <laughs> he just got to realize sooner than later that like, bud, be you, man. Yeah. Just, just be you. So, yeah. All right. Do you want to do uh, 25 minutes on uh, breaking down Georgia now or? No, yeah. no. I'm just excited okay. that Maui Tom Crean is back in our lives. Okay. He, uh, does Anthony Edwards concern you? Cause that's just who my, who scares me because no, the other I don't. 11 people on Georgia, uh, <laughs> Listen, I, I watched about like the most of the first half of that Dayton game. Oh, wow, Kareen. Um got quite the project there to work on, bud. They're very Not young. too hot. They're yeah. you know it's Anthony Edwards, um, mm-hmm. and then they got Hammonds, but Wheeler and um, like you, you can just make yeah. up names no, 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 at this no, point. I'm, just I'd, go off. Christian Brown. I was getting to their thing um, from their. So they had like five guys they brought in on this class. Obviously yeah. led by Edwards, but some other guys who are top 40s, top 60, top 70 type who are going to be, you know, I don't want to rip on. Oh, I think Crean will get this ship in the right direction yeah, here for sure. I don't want to like rip on Georgia hoops, but like. <laughs> Do it. Like Crean, it's good that Crean's there and is bringing in new, better recruits that are going to kind of cycle out and push out the older players who are like, meh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just haven't done it yet. Right. So. It's mm-hmm. not, you've got like a senior here and a junior here playing big minutes, but like, ideally they'll be pushed out by the more talented freshmen eventually. Maybe not this season, but like the the theory of it is by the time they work through it and Crean can do some developing, they'll be fine. But right now they're relying on, you know, Anthony Edwards and some guys who are just not great players or solid players, but are older. Like Tyree Crump. <laughs> I'll take your yeah. word for it that that's an actual player. He is. On their team. He is. And he plays a lot right. for him, and he just isn't a great player. He's just. I'm going to learn all the names that aren't Anthony Edwards at 2.30 today. That's when I'm going to learn about Georgia Hoops <laughs> or when the game tips off. This will be a no prior research uh, viewing experience today. 
It's uh yeah, it's Anthony Edwards and Severe Wheeler, who is five foot ten but shooting sixty five percent on twos. <laughs> absolutely wow. Absolutely hey. incredible. Okay. Good for him. Yeah, they're they're, they're right. uh, the freshmen. All right, yeah, that'll do it for us. We'll see. We'll learn all about Georgia basketball, and then we'll forget all about Georgia basketball uh, yep. here over the next uh, few hours, I guess, depending on what time you listen to this. Uh, that's going to do it. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk about some more basketball stuff, right? What's tomorrow? Wednesday? Yes. We'll talk about yeah. basketball stuff. We'll see how it goes, um, and then – Take it from there, and, and like I said, we'll be off for Thanksgiving, but we'll be back Friday with a uh, football preview, talking about Michigan State and Maryland, trying to get bowl eligible. Oh, yeah. The, Quick way. The game. The game. I will no. say, man, promos for Michigan-Ohio State mm-hmm. make it seem like it is actually an important game. They are. Oh yeah, and like there's actually yeah. like it's actually been competitive. Like in the last yeah, like years. there have been yeah. stakes at all in that game. Like they're right. very good. Like even I forget. Like man, this game hasn't mattered at all. It's mattered one time in the last fifteen years. No. But like, you know, then like oh yeah, duh, Michigan hasn't won anything. But like man, they do a good job with those promos. So good for sure. you, Fox, for uh, selling yeah. that game. All right. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Find Locked on Spartans. Matt, take us home. Foster, please prove me wrong. Please. I beg you. Please.